Welcome to another Truth Matters episode where we discuss all things truth from a biblical standpoint. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. Today, I want to dedicate this whole episode to a particular book that I came across, and it's called A Children's Book of Demons. It doesn't even sound like that should go in the same sentence. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, nothing seems to surprise me anymore, the things that people come up with. But this book is, um, as I guess pretty much anywhere books are sold, it's on Amazon, and it's written by Aaron Lighton. And uh, I, I don't know a whole lot about this guy, but I've been looking him up. And just to start off with, this is not in an effort to uh, bash anybody or put anybody down. But this uh, episode is to make you aware of some of the things that are being distributed to your children mm-hmm. and to uh, make you aware of what's going on. But before we get into it, I want to introduce you to my lovely co-host Leah Franklin. Hey, hey, it's good to be back. (laughs) So I thought it'd be fun to have her on this uh, episode today and her being the mother of our children and uh, teacher of our homeschool. And so she comes across a lot of books and uh, this is something that um, you homeschooling mothers and fathers need to be aware of. It's very important to you know, watch what kind of books that you come across and what, what you're um, allowing your children to, uh, to read, what you're reading to them. Because I know some of you may just you know, uh, grab a book from the library for your child to read themselves. Mm. And so it's, it's really good for you as a parent to um, make sure that you review everything that's going to be you know, in the eyes and ears of your child. Um, and so to bring this to your attention, again, the book is called A Children's Book of Demons. And uh, the preface of the book says this, Don't want to take out the trash tonight. Maybe you're swimming in homework. Perhaps that big bully is being a real drag. We'll grab your colored pencils and a sigil, which that word is another word for symbol. It's a satanic word for symbol or witchcraft symbol. It says grab your colored pencils and sigil drawing skills and dial up some demons. This paranormal parody is filled to the brim with funny spirits more silly than scary. I don't know about you, but as a Christian father, Mm. and as a father, period, that makes me feel a little uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, And if it doesn't, it should. (laughs) I'm sure it does. (laughs) Yeah, but demons and children, they do not go together. No. um, But um, for some of you that may be skeptical, there is a real world of demons. There is a real world um, that goes deeper than the flesh. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, you know that uh, this is not a fleshly warfare. This is a spiritual warfare. Yes. And the enemy is 
constantly at work trying every way he can with every tool and uh, every opportunity he can to infiltrate his way into your children's lives, Mm -hmm. into your life, and uh, wreak havoc in your life. So this book is pretty startling. Some of the things that are in this book, you can look it up on Google. And it has different types of demons uh, and their descriptions along with the sigil that goes with these demons. And uh, one of these demons is called Hypnos, or Hypnos, H-Y-Y-P-N-O-S. And it says, you're feeling very sleepy. If you hear these words, it's likely you're summoning Hypnos, the master of hypnosis. Although this demon is kind of creepy, he can also be very handy. Mm. And it it almost makes it seem playful Mm -hmm. uh, for the child. Uh, you can kind of, you know, parent, I wouldn't recommend your child reading this book. I wouldn't recommend anybody reading the book, but just to be aware, you know, what, watch what books you're grabbing. And I know that we're not just going to go grab a book. Hey, it's a book of demons. You know, that. Right. I mean, the, the title to that book in itself gives you a huge red flag, especially if you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. But this book has a lot of um, playful mischievousness in mm-hmm. it. And it challenges your child to be mischievous and to play around with a rebellion and um, yep. rebellion is, is witchcraft. It, exactly. So uh, I, I wanted to dedicate this whole episode to this book because there's so much information that we could really talk about in general mm-hmm. when it comes to um, entertainment and books and, and movies. And we've said this before. We're very careful what our children watch. We're very careful what they listen to, what mm-hmm. music they listen to. And don't feel like you're just the weirdest person in the world because you have standards. Mm. That's the problem nowadays is that we don't have standards. It's true. You know, a lot of people may think, you know, well, why are we talking about this? Or why do, you know, I'm a Christian, just like we said earlier, I'm not going to be reading books about, you know, satanic um, rituals and demons, but the Bible tells us not to be ignorant. And I think that um, even though obviously we are not going to partake in anything satanic as being Christians, we still have to be um, wise about the devil's plans, um, not only for us, but for our kids, because they are very, very vulnerable. And things that we may not be subject to, they would be subject to, and they would be vulnerable to. And like you said, the way that the book is portrayed, it's such like a playful way um, that a child, you know, would read that or read the title or read maybe a passage in the book and not even put two and two together of what it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, for us, um, you know, it seems like the author isn't even really hiding the fact that it's about demons because <laughs> the word demons is in the the title. Um, and it reminds me of something I read the other day that said, you know, maybe 25, 30, 50 years ago, uh, Satan's tactics were more. Um, you know, covered up, but now he's just presenting himself out in the open and still people, a lot of people are still blinded by it, even though it's right there in front of them, plain as day, children's book of demons, (laughs) you know, still some people are blind to that and they really don't realize what they're playing around with. Right. We've really, uh, with the media and the movies that have come out uh, through the years, we've really made it kind of a fun cute thing to play around with witchcraft and 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 demonic entities and you can see it all over and I'm just going to say you can see it all over Disney movies mm-hmm. there is a lot of witchcraft in those movies 
magic. You know, what's magic, parents? Uh, we've really let it go as a, just such a simple, cute little thing. But magic is still a witchcraft power. It's a power of Satan. It's not, God has nothing to do with that because he, even he said in his word, he said, I don't want any part of that. As a matter of fact, in Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 31, he says, Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. And folks, that is in the Old Testament, but that is the words from our God. You know, if he expected the children of Israel to stay away from witchcraft, he expects us to do that because... He wants you to trust in Him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want you to trust in uh, power from from another uh, source or force. He wants you to trust in His power. And uh, a lot of people, when they get into witchcraft, they seek the supernatural power. But might I remind you, God has all power. Yes. And He is still on the throne. And I don't know about you, but uh, I don't need to seek after witchcraft to get a high or get a, a fix. or uh, I know that God has power. I've seen His power work in my life many times. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to seek after things like that. And especially as a Christian, you, you know, you're going to have that check in, in your spirit. And you're going to, there's going to be something tell you, the Spirit of God is going to tell you, you need to stay away from this. I wouldn't even want this book in my house. I wouldn't yeah. even want to see it or touch it. Um you know, someone told me one time, um, and it rings true to this and so many other areas, but once you see, you can't unsee. And so once your eyes have been opened and the scales have been removed from your eyes of the different tactics that the enemy is using um, in the media, in the entertainment, um, in this book, for for example, especially towards our children, once your eyes have been opened, you can't unsee it. And that's when the responsibility falls in your hands. Sure, you can be ignorant to it, but like I said, once you come to the understanding of it and your eyes have been opened, that's when it falls into your lap and you have to make that decision. Am I going to allow my children to partake in this, my children to watch this, listen to this, read this, or are they not? And, And that's what you were talking about earlier is being a standard bearer. You know, it's really, it's not always easy to be a standard bearer. And uh, you may get talked about. And mm-hmm. <laughs> you, You're definitely uh, going to be one of those uh, unique, strange people. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you you will hear it. You know, oh, they think they're holier than thou. And that's not the case. It's just once you see, you can't unsee. Exactly. And, and there's nothing wrong with uh, saying, you know, we don't watch that. We don't do that. And we've had to say that before. And we don't feel a bit bad about it. And people may look at you cross-eyed and and look at you like you've got two heads or something. But God's up on His throne, and He's watching you. And uh, you're doing this not because you're trying to please others. You're not living for others. Right. You're living for God. And why would you want to even fool with that stuff anyway? You know, when you've got a God that's so precious and and just being with Him and knowing Him and and just walking with Him, Mm -hmm. there's nothing more precious than that. Why would you want to seek after something else that you maybe think is greater than Him? And especially when it comes to your children, that is your responsibility. As a parent, God gave you those children. They're your responsibility. 
And a lot of people have always, you know, said, well, you can't keep them in a bubble. Well, I'm going to sure try. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to try my hardest. As long as they're in our house, they're in our bubble. Absolutely. This is our bubble. Absolutely. We pay the bills. This is our bubble. Yes. And it's funny. This is a side note. Uh, Emery, she asked for a cell phone a while back. She's eight years old, by the way. And she's eight years old, and she wants a cell phone. And I said, honey, I said, when you get old enough to have a job, and to pay for your own cell phone, yep. then you'll need a cell phone. That's I said, true. but for right now, you can just play with mommy's phone when she lets you, and uh, that's fine. But we've got to learn to uh, let our children be children, yes. and innocent children. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what scares me, this generation we live in. The innocence of the children is being taken away by media yes. and by entertainment and, and all of these other things. The innocence of the children, they're so far beyond oh, where we were. Back a hundred years ago, I mean the intelligence mm. level of the children, and that's great. But we need to let them be children. We need to let them go outside and, and get their hands dirty and play yeah. around, enjoy nature, and get away from the TV for a while. Get yes. away from, I mean, books are better than anything, really, mm-hmm. if you're going to get entertained by anything. But the holy book, the mm-hmm. Bible, it's good to open that up, Father. That's your job to crack that Bible open. Um, blow the dust off of it. Blow the dust off your Bible and um, and open it up. And, and you don't have to complicate it. Just simplify it. Tell them a short story before they go to bed mm-hmm. about the Bible and let them be aware of, of God's Word. And trust me, you plant and God will water and He will give that increase and they will never forget the little nuggets you give them. It's true. If you enjoy Truth Matters podcast and would like to help this ministry continue spreading the truth of the gospel, consider becoming a patron. This ministry is 100% listener supported. Becoming a patron is safe, easy, and you can give a monthly gift as little as $1, $10, $100, or a one-time donation of any amount. Simply send us an email at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com and we'll forward you the information you need to sign up. Thank you in advance. Your help is truly appreciated. It's never too early to start talking to your child about um, what's right and what's wrong. Obviously, we do want to nourish that um, innocence as long as we possibly can. But honestly, I'm I'm finding this out more and more every single day. It seems like, you know, we we're a Christian family. We are. Um, at church, every time the doors are open, we homeschool our children. We're very selective on what they watch and listen to and read. But still, even with Emery, our daughter being eight years old, she is still starting to learn things at a much younger age than what I even learned them at Um when I was her age, I didn't know half the stuff that she knows. So, you know, even though we do want to nourish and cultivate that innocence, we do have to realize, okay, they are getting older. They do have friends that are maybe go to public school or, um, you know, they may be introduced to some things that you may not want them to know about. Um, Emery came up to me the other day and she said, mommy, what does it mean to be addicted to drugs? And, to my knowledge, I don't think that I knew what that meant when I was eight years old. And it was another child that, for whatever reason, they had talked about this. And so Emery, you know, came up and asked me what that meant. And so she and I had to sit down and have a conversation about what that means. I want to just point out, you can't be so scared. Like, 
she mentioned earlier, keep your children in a bubble. You can't be so scared that uh, you keep them from ever going anywhere, or ever doing anything. Oh, don't yeah. do not do that because I think that will probably have a reverse effect mm-hmm. if you just keep them in a, locked in a box and say, oh, yeah. I'm going to keep you here and keep you safe. Sometimes you got to let them make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you got to let them fall and uh, learn how to get back up. And, and I'm not saying to go just say, do whatever you want to do, you know, uh, but you've got to allow them to have a little fun, but you do have to have you know, the standards yeah. and um, else how are they going to learn right from wrong? But you can uh, be proactive and teach them, you know, uh, son, daughter, if this were to happen, this mm-hmm. is what you need to do. If this happens, this is what you need to do. And we do that every now and then. We'll uh, bring up an example of something that could happen and we'll tell our child, now, what do you do if this happens? And we allow them to give an answer and then if it's right, we commend them. If it's wrong, we correct and explain. This is what you do in, in this scenario. And uh, it's good to be proactive and warn them ahead of time mm-hmm. of the traps that might be set or the things the enemy might have set out for them. Because I believe that the enemy is not just after the parents, but I believe he's very well focused on the children. Oh, yeah. Because the children are the next generation. Mm-hmm. If he can change the children's mind, if he can dilute their minds, if he can infiltrate their minds and get them to believe a certain way and, and to be entertained by certain things and to have this certain mindset, he's already changed the next generation. Yeah, He's already changed the future. Mm-hmm. If he can change your present and your present mind, your present thoughts, yeah. he can very well change your future. It's true. And it's like a, a preacher friend that we have. He always says that... Uh, Satan's not here to play patty cake, patty cake, baker's man. You know, the Bible says that he's out to steal, kill, and destroy. So, you know, never give him the upper hand when it comes to your children. I mean, like you said, you don't want to be overbearing and, you know, keep them from going places. But, you know, you can't be too careful these days. Right. And that's true. You know, just like with this book, A Children's Book of Demons. See, it's got the children's name in the title. So it's telling you this book is for children. Mm. It's in the children's section, um, and it's playful. So it's like in your face, but playfully in your face. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay to do this because it's for children. But just because it's in the children's section doesn't mean it's safe. It's trying to seem innocent when it's clearly not. Exactly. And that's the way the enemy works. He doesn't come at you and say, this book is bad for your children. Let them read it. Right. Right. Or this thing is bad for your children. Let them do it. Now, he he even, just like Leah said, you know, it's in your face, but it's innocently in your face. It's okay to do this. Mm-hmm. And so one more thing in the book. There's a lot in the book, but there is a page specifically for sigils, which are, again, witchcraft symbols. And it has each symbol that you can memorize and you can draw and learn how to use that symbol to summon that particular demon. Which I had no idea what sigils were. So that's another example of why we do need to be educated about things like this. Because what if we've seen one of these symbols in another book that our children is reading? Or a movie. Or a movie. And we have no idea what it even is. And so we just pass over it and we think, oh, well, that's just... 
you know, an illustration, a part of the movie or a part of the book. That's why we've got to be educated and know these tactics. That way, when we come across something like this, we can say, oh, my goodness, that is a satanic symbol. Turn this mess off. (laughs) Right. And I've studied a lot of witchcraft and Satanism, not because I'm interested in it, but because I want to know and I want to be aware of what's going on around me. And you wouldn't believe uh, the movies and the TV shows and the books that I have noticed, the symbols and the the witchcraft paraphernalia and the hidden innuendos. So it's good to be aware of your surroundings. And the scripture says, just like Leah mentioned earlier, we are not ignorant of his devices. Mm -hmm. So the enemy knows you up and down. He knows... When you go to sleep, he knows what your favorite uh, hobbies are. He knows what interests you. The enemy studies you. Mm -hmm. He is a mastermind when it comes to knowing his enemy. And so why should we, as Christians, the enemy of Satan, why should we just kind of bump along not knowing, ignorantly. That's true. Not knowing our enemy and just, you know, waiting for the next attack. That's a good point. And then fight back. We need to be proactive, and we need to know our enemy. It's true. We need to know what tactics he's using, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Mm-hmm. And uh, another scripture in First John chapter 4 and verse 1 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. And a false prophet doesn't have to be someone wearing a suit and saying, Hey, I'm a prophet. A false prophet is someone that prophesies things that are not of God. So there's a lot of ways you can prophesy. The Bible, for an example, is a book of prophecy. I can be speaking prophecy right now and speaking the uh, into your future. There's a lot of false uh, prophets. There are a lot of prophets that are speaking false things and uh, um, a lot of things over your life that they would want to happen. So be careful what you allow to speak over your life. Be careful what you read over your life, what you pray, what you say. And I've always said this to my wife, if if she says something negative, and she does it to me, if I'm, I'm feeling blue and I, I say something negative, now don't say that, take that back. Yeah. <laughs> because there is power in your tongue. Yes. There is power in your voice. And uh, the Bible, as a matter of fact, says life and death is in your tongue. It's true. But that's another message for another day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and I, I want to, Quote one more scripture in Hebrews 13 and 2. It says, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Mm. If it's possible to entertain God's heavenly angels, it is very much as possible to entertain Satan's hellish demons. That's true. So be careful. Be careful what you're doing. Be careful what you're allowing into your life. Parents, you have that right to say no. Mm -hmm. You have that right to say, you can't do that, son. You can't do that, daughter. You have that right. That is your job. And I've said this before. Father, mother, you're not their friend. You're their parent. It's true. And I'm not saying you can't be friendly. I'm not saying you can't have a great time and have a great relationship. You should. But at the end of the day, you are the disciplinary. You are the parent. And you are the leader. And how you lead your children is going to affect their future. That's right. And so, you're going to answer for it. You're going to answer for it, right? You're, you're going to. You are the one that's going to stand before God, 
and and give an account mm-hmm. of everything that you've taught them, everything you've not taught them, right? Vice versa. And it and I, I know it's so hard sometimes, Lord. When I have to give my children a spanking, and yes, I do, I do. <laughs> I don't beat them to death, but when it comes time for a spanking, when it's needed, it's it's not going to hurt them. Right. It's not gonna it's not gonna stunt their growth <laughs> or their personality. Right. But when it comes time to discipline your children, I know it's so hard. It's one of those bitter, sweet moments because you know it's doing good. God says that if you spare the the rod, you spoil the child. That's in His Word. So don't think that you're a bad person because you have to discipline or have to say no. At the end of the day, you you do what's right, and right. Uh, it'll be okay. Do you have anything else, honey? I don't think so. Um I would love for us to have some more conversations like this because, you know, obviously we just really highlighted one book, but there are so many other ways that the devil is trying to infiltrate our young people, our children these days, um, media, entertainment, like we've already talked about. But maybe we can dive a little bit deeper um, in some upcoming episodes about some different ways parents can, you know, be watchful and be mindful. Right. And if you like this type of material, send us an email and let us know or comment on one of our social media outlets. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And um, our email address is uh, truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com. And uh, if you have any suggestions, if you have any ideas, if you would like to be interviewed, send us an email or a comment on one of our posts or a message. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think about this material. But I think we've come to an end today. And um, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day.